Hello and welcome to Mangaroos. This is episode 16 and it's the first one after Golden Week. So this means that we've all had a huge break and we're all super rested and we're going to bring the best episode of our lives. Because today we're talking about Ajin, which is known in the Anglosphere as Ajin Demi-Humans. Have you ever had the sneaking suspicion that you might be more than just a regular human? Well, maybe this book is for you. Uh, this was brought to you by originally... Iggy, uh... <laughs> have you ever been a teenager? <laughs> have you ever been a teenager? <laughs> have you ever been in the second grade of middle school? <laughs> then this could be for you. Uh, no, this is originally brought to us uh, by the author Sakurai Gamo. And he had a, he had, I don't know how you put this, it was like a, an artist. He was the artist for the original volume and then they had uh, like a story, like the person who made the story. It's a Tsuina Miura. But he's only there for volume one and then after that it just goes all to Sakurai for all the way through the 17 volumes to the end of the story. But Uh-oh. Is there a creative falling out? I don't know. I looked into it. So I did a little deep dive and Sakurai Gamon is the only one who's come out on the issue, obviously, because he continued to put out the manga for 16 more volumes after this one. He said, no, it wasn't like a falling out. It's just like we talked it out. And I said, I got this one. It's cool. And he did. I mean, he took it across the end. Uh, 17 volumes. It sold like, what, almost almost 10 million volumes worldwide, which is an impressive feat. It's more than I've Pretty sold good. in my entire life. Uh, it's got a terebi anime, uh, for those of you who are keeping track. Uh, it's also had a live-action movie. Um, but oh. yeah, that, that came out in 2017. I've watched it. Oh, really? How? <laughs> so I, I make the terrible mistake of watching live-action anime movies just because it just, I don't know, I've got a, I've got a soft spot for them somewhere, except for the Dragon Ball one. Um, it was made kind of by the same people who made the Rudoni Kenshin movies. Oh, wait, but those were, like, good, actually. Those were good, yeah. It had a very similar vibe. It focused not so much on, like, volume one. The the deeper you get in Ajin, and full confessions, like, I, this was a pandemic read for me. I got obsessed uh, early on in 2020, um, and I was just reading it digitally. It was the first comic that I ever read all the way through digitally, and I'll never do it again. Uh, But it was very easy to do because they just kept coming out. And it's... There was so few, after the first volume, there's so few words per page. I think it's because they got rid of Miura, and he was just like, I just want to draw guns. Yeah. And the rest of the story is just him guns. drawing guns. There are a lot of guns, and there's, like, planes, explosions, like... Oh, my it's gosh. Like a, what's a wild speed movie called in English? <laughs> I think it's called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. Well, anyway, <laughs> okay. I'm... We're going we're gonna to walk us through this story. I am Mark, and I am joined here by... Hey, it's me, Jason, uh, broadcasting from an abandoned cabin somewhere in the mountains. Oh, man, I'm in that same uh, remote mountain village because I was put down remote mountain villager Alex. Well, maybe I'll see you here in this <laughs> You'll remote... You'll see me in Wait the a minute, yeah. I just turned around and it's, it turns out we're broadcasting from the same remote <laughs> yeah. mountain hut. Not so small, remote after small all. Small world, huh? Well... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is it is Kanagawa, so how remote can you get? Fair enough. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, many of us are in Kanagawa, and maybe many of the I'm people... I'm actually not in Kanagawa, many Kanagawa but spiritually in that remote yeah, mountain, I was Yeah, Mark is just talking about Kanagawa. the human race. I'm talking about the human race, yes. It, oh, I mean, okay. It's a prefecture with a lot of people. I don't even know. Maybe top five, top six population in Japan, if not the world. Uh, but, you know, time is ticking on that. So... 
to get into the story. Uh, a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack here. To get into the story. So this came out in Good Afternoon, which is brought to us by Kodansha in 2012. And then it ended in 2021. So we're done. But we're only talking about volume one today because it's what we do here on Mangaroos. So this mm-hmm. is a, we have to put it in a genre. Okay. So the, mm-hmm. I mean, Good Afternoon is a seinen, uh, uh comic anthology, whatever. But the genre specifically is action as what it says on the back cover. Uh, and then Vertical, who put this out in English, also added dark fantasy and supernatural thriller. So looking yeah. back, I could have picked this for, for my thriller, but I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. It, but it got <laughs> me thinking about it, so here we are. Um, and I wanted Wait, to... Wait, what did you pick as your thriller? I thought this was your thriller pick. <laughs> oh, whoops, it's been so long that I forgot. This is... <laughs> we'll edit that out. This yeah. is this is my thriller pick. Wait, wait, what? What did I miss a category? Okay, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is your thriller. Pick. You're right. Well, it's what we'll Golden Week does. It resets everyone's lives. It does. I just feel. I feel like I've had a hard reset. Okay, so I want to ask one thing that I feel like we 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 often skip is like recapping the story, just giving a synopsis. That uh, is true. And I wanted to make sure that we covered that this time by asking both of you to recap the story, of Volume One, just Volume One, in one sentence. Uh, Alex, I'm going to ask you first, and then Jason. Uh, I would like you to follow. Alex, go. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, wait, wait, what? wait. Can we try no. something, Alex? Yeah, okay. Can we try building a sentence together one word at a time? So you say the okay. first word, I say so, the second word. Oh, well, so mine, my sentence was a question. So the okay, first word then is the what? Is no. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> okay. 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 Let's try it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Happens. When? A. Shadow. Ghost can <laughs> appear <laughs> when? Okay, no. <laughs> we tried. I do kind of want to see where we go. I added another one if you want to go with it. Yeah, I do. Wait, oh, wait so what do we have so far? What happens, happens when? when a shadow ghost can appear when? Uh, person is ended <laughs> there, there you go, go. we did it perfect <laughs> plot summary that was a perfect sentence okay so yes basically this is a story about um humans who have evolved past the current stage of most of our listeners and uh, those of us speaking here on the podcast uh, to become a organism that Whenever when they do die, they immediately regenerate and come back to life. So that's pretty much their main superpower. Uh, some of them also have a couple of other superpowers. They can they can uh, scream real loud and scares people, which I think my mom has that. And then uh, there's also <laughs> a lot of people have that superpower. And then they also many of them have the ability to project these black ghosts that are made out of some sort of antimatter that other people can't see but the wait so that's only many of them that's not all of them it's not all of them and that's a very important yeah it just seems it just seems like a lot of them can because when you read this manga it's like everyone can yeah (laughs) also they can fight real good they can fight real good but nagaike he has one of the strongest uh black ghosts out of all yeah because he's a teenage boy it often happens. <laughs> <That's what> happens. <laughs> with a Especially in Japan. With a dude. Okay, that, that's exactly... The bigger exact... the chip on your shoulder, the more powerful your Aji. This is true. Actually, I think for him, it was the earlier you 
you decide that you don't want to die, then the then the sooner your Ajin like black oh ghost God. develops, and the stronger yeah. they get because they have more time to mature. So you should like uh, expose your children to more death situations to, wow. to strengthen their will to live. Is yeah. that the moral of the story? I think it could go one or two ways. So uh, okay. I don't think we can really advocate for either either path okay. at this point in the story. But yeah, uh, basically this is about the main character Nagaike who finds out that he is an Ajin when he is unfortunately hit by a truck when he's studying in his mind for his school exams. Now, what did you think of the main character? Jason, you go first. I just realized his name is a joke. Nagaike. (laughs) I never thought about that before. So his name literally means uh, live a long time, boy. Um, I don't know. I didn't really think anything of him. (laughs) He's such like a... He's such a chunibyo, uh, normal manga protagonist. What um, a normie. I feel yeah, like he's he, not chunibyo enough. He could be a little more chunibyo. Maybe think, he becomes more so in, in later chapters. No, he becomes uh, he's fine. He becomes more and more like Detective Conan to me. Yeah, like. like I think he's too adult. Like He's too pragmatic and he's too driven by yeah his will to survive. And it's like, to me, not like what a normal teenage boy is like yeah, they're not that reasonable he's not super realistic like uh, yeah. at mm. one point he's like well I broke my leg but I'm still gonna steal this motorcycle and drive away <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll just have to deal with it you know, and he doesn't seem to be in any pain at all. So, well, no, I um, think say that, like, that's when dying he's, hurts and it, stuff. But, isn't that yeah. when he slices his neck? So he, he regenerates. Also, he slices yeah. his neck, but like no big deal. He he just yeah, like he's very fast to adapt to the situation. Yeah, um, like, real fast. Immediately, he's like, "Okay, what should I do? What should I do? Should I find Ajian to live with? Oh wait, they can't die. So what if I hate them?" wait, I should find humans to live with because they can die. So that's even more convenient for me because they could die if I don't like them. <laughs> like, the ability to, like, think like that, like, within hours after you realize you can't die, it's like... Mm. He's, he's quite clever. Um, <laughs> I I liked his friendship with Kay. I thought it was sweet that he had sort of kept him in mind, even though they <laughs> didn't Kai. really keep in touch. They just have very similar names. Kai and Kay. Oh, Kai. I'm going to be doing yeah. that. Uh, at least a dozen more times this episode. Excuse me. Yes, K and Kai, BFFs. Uh, I thought that was nice. That was his like one kind of human element, um, and I thought he was well drawn. Yeah, like most of this manga. No, definitely Sakurai Gamon. I mean, he brings his A game with the artistry. Everything. Yeah. I, so one of the things that I asked you was your best panel and worst panel. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I think the. The level of artistry that he brings to not only just like drawing people and drawing things like guns and whatnot, but like the artistic spin he puts onto just like the scream. So I'm looking at page 26, this one mm-hmm. here. Uh, it's the first mm-hmm. time that, you know, uh, Kay had yeah. just hit by the truck. And then you find out a little bit later that Ajin, you're able to put out this like scream that causes other uh, lesser human beings to freeze in terror. And the way that he materializes that on the page with the squiggly, it's just like, that's pretty intense. That takes, that takes mm. a little bit of artistic uh, I do wonder if that was him or one thing I noticed at the mm. end of the volume, which you don't see very often is the assistant was actually credited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ah. assistants do a lot of heavy lifting Kerutum, for a lot of things. I don't but... know. Tatsuya, but, um, yeah, but so, yeah, I, I but agree. Sometimes the, the people wording... do credit assistants. Like it's not that insane, but 
Oh, no, no, yeah. It, it happens, they, they say, for like, sure. uh, it says, like, tone masking, like, Sagio. Like, so does that of... mean he would not have done the lettering, that assistant? I don't know. No, 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 no. So, like, like, well, like, it says tone. So, like, it would probably be most, like, there's a lot of tones, actually. Like, now that I'm looking at it. Like, mm, so this person Captain was Hala. probably just, like, working overtime on, like, toning this manga. I hope he got well, a break. Well, they did a great job, whoever they are. Yeah, and, in, like, in addition to the... the tone and stuff. If, if we're talking about the art, um, I thought just the the sense of movement, like the the combat parts, especially the fight near the end between the two Ajin. The, oh yeah, the one who has a triangle head and the one Kuro. who has a round head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like the the fluid motion of their bodies uh, was really really nicely done. I thought, and like on this page when the fist goes to the head. That's exactly the one I was thinking oh, of. Man, and, yeah. and the fact that neither of them really have faces allows you to just focus completely on their their bodies and the way that they're moving. And I thought that that was extremely well done. Just the, a lot of stuff in motion in this book looks yeah, really good. Yeah, this person is, like, really good at action. Like, it's, yeah. it feels like you're watching an action movie when mm. you read this manga. Mm-hmm. Totally. totally, yeah. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of really nice art in this one. Kind of reminded me of, like... American comics, in a sense, it reminded okay. me like a, yeah. a lot of image comic stuff and like Dark Horse. Dark um, Horse, I, that was my childhood. Oh man! Well, you know, I, I just feel like I can I can feel that sort of influence there, in addition to obviously manga influence. But of course, so of I course, it was nice to look at for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, I think we've already talked about whether you know what kind of character Nagai K was. Did you have a character that really stood out to you? Like of of the people that we meet in Volume One, who would be your one number one pick for best character, Alex? I'd like to hear from you first, and then Jason. Think about this. Mm, well, I mean, in Volume One, it's mysterious why Kai is so like cooperative, but he's like. <laughs> He's like the all-star of like volume one. He's just like a good guy. He's like a really awesome like motorbike driver and he can like do aerial kicks uh-huh. and like uh-huh. survive. Like, and he's not like the, he's not hesitant to kick a police officer in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, just kick, described, like, he does like anything. <laughs> those are the ideal character traits of like a 12-year-old boy's uh, yeah. dream character. Basically. <laughs> and this is like if you had anyone who you need to be your friend, you'd want him to be your friend. It's probably why uh, Kay was telling people don't go near him because he didn't want to lose his friend. <laughs> who could, like, you need to have one friend who would, without asking any questions, take you on a motorbike and get you out of town. Across and, prefectural like, make lines. Make sure you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I arrived in Kanagawa, actually. I didn't choose to live here. There Kai brought you on his I'd... bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's also real good at kicking people. He is awesome. He could start his own soccer team. Uh, yeah. Would it surprise you to know that after Volume 1, Kai pretty much takes a back seat for the rest of the series? Um. Yes and no. I think... This this first volume definitely has that thing where it, it it's sort of feeling itself out in the first few chapters. Mm. And, and, like I I felt a weird tonal shift from the start of this first volume to the end, where like the the first couple of chapters almost felt like very shonen-y to me, like mm-hmm. best buddy uh, adventure type stuff. Even the way Kai is drawn, he almost looks like he's from a different manga. Like he could he looks like in... he's from Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say hair. Shaman. He should have like yeah. a yo yo or Shaman King. Yeah. <laughs> he, like he could appear in either of those and look totally not out of place, and so you know the fact that he disappears over the course of the story, 
Maybe that's what the falling out between Sakura and Miura was about. Oh Maybe my gosh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking that Sakura was more like K, and then Miura was was Kai, and then that was just oh like, no. oh, oh man. I hope they're still friends. I hope they still look for bugs in well, the I forest feel, together. <laughs> Me too. I feel like it's a problem when the coolest character is like the friend. Um, but like to that extent, to the extent it is in volume one, it's mm-hmm. it's a bit too much. So I feel Maybe like they're he, like, uh oh, friend is go. too cool. We have yeah, to. Yeah, friend is too cool. He should be the main back. character. Yeah, the breaks. <laughs> I don't know. I think the coolest character was definitely the Ajin. Uh, you know, that was the one character. That, I don't know if it counts as a who's, character. Yeah, who's yeah, which Ajin? one though? Which one? Oh, the main one. I so I guess K's. <laughs> oh, oh no, K's I mean, Ajin. yeah, okay, K's Ajin, yeah. Because, well, you know, it had dialogue. Uh, it was calling people on the telephone and whatnot. Um, that was definitely the only character that would make me think, like, I want to read more of this. You know, mm-hmm. looks badass, uh, can jump around and stab people real good. Moves and, on his own. I don't know, just real, like, Venom vibes, you know, like uh, Spawn. It, it just yeah. reminded me of those kinds of character designs. It very much appealed to my inner 12 year old boy who just wants to see oh my cool, gosh just, i almost want happening. you to continue reading this because sato-san like as you get deeper and deeper into his story you find out that he's a big gamer and he's also kind of old uh it doesn't really come across no, it's like art. me i'm a big gamer <laughs> you're, then you're kind of old he's got a game boy a with him oh my right he's now. got a game boy with him at all times uh and he's always playing his game boy and that's all he wants to do that's basically uh he's living my dream life so that's the answer to one of your future questions uh on doesn't this he also right want to like kill a lot of people yeah, well, he that's wants, where we differ he, he wants to like take over japan i think is like his overall <laughs> yeah, same thing. as jason same as jason hey, where listen, it's like him and his ajin buddies are at the spot. top he's not trying uh, to kill everyone he does mention that in this uh, volume he's like yeah i played some super mario brothers and some ice climber like dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's why he wants to kill people he grew up playing ice climber that, that's, that's a, that's a shout out to all my video game playing uh listeners out there you so you're saying that ice climber just isn't super smash brothers listen i don't even know how they found their way in there it was a gimmick you know the two characters in one thing oh gosh it's almost like two next question play a game at the same time okay so jason what would you do if you found out you were incapable of dying and don't say just play ice climbers until my fingers break well then ask Alex. I'm gonna to have to think of a new. Uh, no, I think I would. Uh, I would. I would go on a lot more uh, risk-taking ventures. You know what I mean? Mm. I would. Uh, I'd go swimming in the deep end of the pool. You know, okay. I would get the the full fat yogurt at the grocery store. Um, you know, stay up past my bedtime. You know, more than <laughs> whenever once your week. cholesterol got too high, you just like. I'd be like, like I'd stab eat yourself. A, I'd to eat die. a fried egg. <laughs> In the doctor's office. I'd be in like, the doctor's office. Too high. Watch this, doc. <laughs> you know, pull out a slice of chocolate cake from my bag. Eat it right in front of them. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I wouldn't uh, go too crazy, but I think I would also not be worried about, uh, you know, little things like, have, do I have the right health insurance? Yeah. So I would just have my same life, but slightly more... Living on the edge, you know? Mm. Okay. Alex, what about you? Would you change anything about the way you live your life from day to day? Um, <clears throat> I said exactly the same thing as Jason. I said that I would <laughs> Drop probably, that life insurance yeah, policy? 
Well, no, I don't have any, like, extra... I also don't have life insurance, so... Um, but, yeah, I just mostly carry on and then probably try skydiving or bungee jumping. Oh, no, I would still be too do scared. do a little bit of extreme sports. Um, just because, like, I've always been afraid of, like, breaking my neck. It's like, I have this fear of breaking mm. my neck. <laughs> so that's no, why no, I, like, no. never try to it. do, it like, gymnastics or anything. But if I was an Aji, and then I think I would be less afraid of breaking my neck. Um, so then I would do all the things that I thought could break my neck. I wonder if I was an Aji, if I would just stop going to the gym entirely. Like, what if you were an Aji, but like just in really bad physical shape? And there's just a, there's, over there's from a couple of them, and day? I don't think it really explains it. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is this is just my guess, and I haven't read the series in like two or three years. So it's it's been a hot minute. But I think you get transported back to the state that you originally were when you died. And you just kind of oh, like yeah. stay that age. It's up your 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 like your body regenerates and you don't have any diseases anymore. So you have people of all ages being aging. And I don't cool. I don't really know if they age after they die once or if they just like stay that age for forever after that. Wow. Well, I don't know. That that sort of answers that. I mean, they must age though because mm. K like he saw his aging when he's young. Also, yeah, but, but he didn't die. He hadn't letter. died yet. Oh, but he hadn't died. Oh, okay, okay. So I think maybe you get stuck in the loop there, but I, I don't really oh, know. Oh, okay, it's when you die. Okay. We'll have to ask Sakurai-san next time. So I guess you want to die as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I mean, not when you're way. a baby. That no, would okay, suck. Okay, not as baby. Well, <laughs> an angry baby. baby. An angry baby. It could baby. be a spinoff. <laughs> Angry baby Look Ajin. who's talking now. They tried uh, to do that kind of thing with like Attack on Titans, like kindergarten. Oh yeah, gosh. It's been an hour. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And Yaiba. There, there's a few of those. Yeah. Just when you can't leave well enough alone. Okay. Well, speaking of world building, we all know that Sakurai is an amazing artist. Like everything yep. in this book just screams like top level superb artistry. The characters, I agree. They're a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit paper thin, uh, but uh, it works. Now, what do you think about the world building? You've got this Ajin thing going on. You've got governments coming in to make some sort of power plays on each other. Uh, and, and, and of the books that we've read so far, and this is episode 16, so we've read, what, 15 now. How do you think this ranks compared to some of the other ones? The scale seems really big compared to most of the books we've read. I think we've we've read a lot of stories that are pretty small, pretty self-contained, you know, involving a few people in a in a neighborhood, for example, or you know, maybe in a country, but hmm. I mean, f- basically from the get-go, the scale of this story is is global. It's worldwide, you know. We know that there are like global hunts on for where are the Ajin around the world. So, hmm. you know, from from the jump, you're talking about like how many are in each country, and it's basically something that everyone seems to be concerned about. So, in terms of the other books we've read, this might be the biggest scale. Uh, I, I guess, obviously, Captain Harlock is like interplanetary, I don't know, like so. a snowball world. So oh, yeah, a bit bigger scale. Uh, okay, <laughs> snowball, snowball Earth. Yeah, yeah, snowball Earth. Couple. Oh, snowball Earth. That's okay, one. that yeah, was, that was definitely point. a global story. I mean, it's yeah. big. Can it's you like a space story even? Yeah, intergalactic planetary. Intergalactic. But uh, at the same time, I think that the scale of this story also feels kind of like very loosey goosey. Like anybody could just show up at any time and be like, "I'm from the federal uh, investigation of Ajin department," 
And you know, like I mean, don't they? <laughs> I'm gonna need to see that match again. Happened, uh, in <laughs> it this does. volume. It, it did. Yeah, it just seems like it's playing very fast and loose with whatever rules, which I think works for yeah. a story like I this. I mean, it's not Onna no Hoshi. Uh, what's that? Onna no Sono no Hoshi. It's, it's a yeah, very different right. setting. And it's it's not trying to be that. I think it is trying to create a world. And I think one of the things that action, like supernatural thrillers are tasked with is explaining, setting up the rules and explaining them as quickly as possible. Otherwise, yeah, yeah you know, you just get cut. And I think it does a good job of setting that up. Um, I thought making the first Ajin come out of Africa was a little bit cheap, but other than that... Wait, why is it cheap? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's always like something from South America or Africa. Mm, I feel like I guess, it's always yeah. that. It, it, wasn't, like... it didn't feel that creative to me. Fair enough. <laughs> but two out of Japan. Okay. And then he's the third. But we find out that there's really, really many, many more. Okay. I have to say, did either of you find the phrase Ajin community extremely funny because <laughs> when i read the word ajin community uh, it made me laugh out loud did it sound uh, like something you wanted to be a part of a little bit it made me uh, something i want to visit like for a weekend it sounds like it would yeah. be in setagayaku <laughs> it's where it they sounds all, like can't die the name of a retirement home or something <laughs> i don't know uh, there's a community for everyone out there very inclusive yeah no matter who you are we take all kinds here. Okay, so let's let's go back to to the artistry here. Did you have a favorite panel, Alex? I'd, I'd like to ask you as as the most talented artist out of out of all of us here. No, was there any any panel that? that <laughs> well, I think we can say we can have a draw off later. We'll have a draw off later. If, if you want to step to this, good for podcasts. Draw offs. <laughs> yeah. Excellent podcast content. Teach us the uh, ways. What what is the what was your favorite? It doesn't have to be the best, but it it can be your favorite. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be my favorite because like I feel like you can't have a best one, but um, like I mean although the one behind Jason is like one of the best panels, I think that is pretty um, hot. I don't know why yeah. he sits like that though. <laughs> when, when you're tied to a chair, that's the only way you gotta sit. He's got really uh, good very posture. Very, you yeah. know, upright. Yeah, because when you're being tortured in like a government lab, um, they teach you good posture too. Yeah. Like it's not just the torture. Um, but yeah, yeah like KPIs. when Sato goes into the government facility and frees Tanaka kun um, in that. And he meets him in person with all the dead bodies strewn mm. across the a blo- uh, little floor blood sachet on, on the walls. It gets a good one, but the it's one that good. I p- picked before seeing which one that Jason had picked as his background image uh, right. was during the motor bike chase. Like uh, just having a motorbike chase is like very hard oh, to yeah. draw. The so like. Vibes. So that was like a huge like flex. I feel like it's a huge artist flex. When it, that's mm. why Akira has so many motorbikes, by the way. Ah, because he's so know. good. Yeah, really? it's like, was just whenever, like hey, watch whenever this. an artist wants to flex how amazing they are. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I feel like it's like a huge flex whenever you do like um, a motorbike chase. Like, it's know. just hard to draw. Mm. Um, but then when um, Kai takes a rock and smashes it into the cyclist face. <gasps> yeah, like, I was going to say really that like one that as well. Because like, also he has this earring 
that changes faces depending on what panel it is. Are you yep. serious? And in that panel, yeah, like the, if you look at all the panels and pay is attention to the faces on Kai, they like change expression. Oh my! Slightly. I no idea. And this one is just very happy. That's um, one of the other reasons why he seems like he's from a different face. manga. Yeah, he's got. He's got so many smileys. He was a little button on his hat, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was a kid, he had the smileys on his hat. Very cute. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, Alex, uh, I I would have picked all the same ones. Basically, the only the only other one I would add in terms of like my favorite panels was there's a there's a flashback. So shortly after we meet Erika, the the sister, Mm. uh, there's a flashback to. K like protecting her like he can see the Ajin and he's yeah. got his arm up like to shield her and she's turned away from the Ajin and like she's crying so it's just a really beautifully composed shot of the two kids kind of looking up so it's from their point of view looking up at the Ajin with like a dark cloudy sky in the background and I think that's beautiful that that image could like really stand on its own and it's one of the few like really effective quiet moments in the book obviously mostly it's action mostly it's very fast moving but i thought that panel did a good job of setting a different kind of tone really nice mm. but there's so and then of course the two-page spread of the two ajin uh kind of gracefully battle dancing with each other it's <laughs> yeah. when we first see the they're triangle very head. ribbony so that's why it's a little bit graceful i feel like they're kind of graceful because totally. they look like ribbon like my kids beans. saw this a volume on my desk and they were asking daddy what is this mummy manga that you what is this mummy manga (laughs) and i was like yeah that's a good question Uh, 210 comment four yeah wow and then brendan fraser is finally getting his deuce what about you mark what what panel did you like oh no that's a really good question so i i definitely liked all the panels that you picked so far um i one of the ones that stood out to me as just kind of a really artistic way to do things was when they start running, it's uh, it's right after they beat up that cop and then they mm. take off. Uh, it doesn't have a page number on it, but it is 46 and 47, this double spread. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's a good one. Kai's got the smiley face. The way that you can feel the action lines taking place by without actual action lines, but the, the way that the, the forest scenery blends in and out around them just to show that sense of motion i felt is is really artistically done yeah there's a good sense of place in the book too you you feel like you're in a forest when you're reading Mm -hmm. those pages yeah i think the i mean if we're digging on ajin it's really hard to dig on the art but i wanted to ask is there any panels that you did not like that you felt were poorly composed that there was just too much on the page just to look at the other side. I mean, if you think it's a perfect manga from from the art side, then that's fine too. But I did want to ask the opposite question. I mean, I don't think it's perfect. Some panels were noticeably stronger than others, but I can't think of a moment where I was like, eh, n- nothing kind of landed in a weird way for me. And I didn't, I also didn't get like first volume vibes where, you know, sometimes mm. it feels like the artist mm. is trying to figure stuff out. Like, how does this character look? How do they move? Still trying to learn I, how to draw shoes. I, I don't know. I felt <laughs> I felt yeah. first volume vibes about Izumi. But I'm uh, oh, like, yeah? Yeah. Just like Please the way elaborate. that she looks is like kind of like a bug-eyed troll to me. <laughs> bug-eyed troll. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I just really like... don't like the way, like, like one of the first panels she's in, her mm-hmm. eyes are, like, half her face, and her eyelashes are, like, a third of the, her face, and then the rest is, like, her mouth. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just didn't love it. Mm. I didn't like how she doesn't have a nose. Yeah, she doesn't have, well, like, Which most people weird. don't have a nose, but it's more noticeable with her because her eyes are half her face. And um. I, I, I take back what I said, actually. There there was one panel that I don't like, and I forgot about it. And it's, like, page three, okay. where <laughs> he's looking real. at his flashcards. And it's his closing, closing ceremony. <laughs> and his face just looks really, like, I don't know, indie, indie Xbox <laughs> Live game from 2008. Like, I... I only know I, how to draw manga from my high school I mean, school this is notebook. from 2013, so... But you know what I mean? It, it yeah. doesn't... It That one panel just does not look professional the way the rest of this manga absolutely does. And maybe it's just because it's in color. I don't well, know. Well, it used up all his MP drawing that perfect closing yeah. ceremony. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Draw, you mean drawing the letters? Yeah, the drawing, letters. drawing the letters, the Roman letters. Famously, uh, letter drawing takes a lot of concentration. Well, that's a really important word to learn, too. You use that in many different settings. Is like good at realistic stuff. So mm-hmm. whenever they try to make like giant eyes or like this like deformed style, maybe it comes across a little strange. Mm. Could we say maybe like that... so good at realistic stuff? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I feel like maybe Sakurai is not great at drawing faces. Like maybe that's why like, I don't know. Like his faces, faces, like the like the the people like who After have that. like adult faces are like have better expressions <laughs> than the kids yeah, and the like girl. So they don't, don't convey know. like a ton of emotion or I don't know nuance. There's one panel also that I kind of didn't like, but for different reasons. It's it's the first time we see Tanaka. Uh, as not and I like not all uh, wrapped up in a mummy suit, and he's just like pulling on his lip for some reason. Yeah, that was kind of a weird tick. I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> I think after you come out of like a government facility, you've been tortured. Yeah, you, you kind like, of you want to pull on your lip to make sure it's still there. You find out that Tanaka, Tanaka is kind of a bad dude. He's he's not a nice guy. But I mean, he's he been through a lot. Me as a nice guy. Yeah. He's been through a lot. Like, I mean, so one if you're Am just I being too hard on him. I mean, he just spent a couple of years in a government institution, uh, constantly being murdered in, in a variety yeah, of ways. Yeah, and then you find out later that it wasn't just like weapons testing for the government, which I guess maybe you can kind of consign yourself. Okay, so this is my fate. But also, the government like rents out Ajin to these big pharmaceutical companies and these other companies as well. You get into a little bit oh, later yeah. in the series, and they're just making bukus of money off the on the side. It's it's terrible, and you can, can understand ask, where that's where the anger is coming from. I totally do. I I, I, I retract what I said. I'm sorry, Tanaka-san. Um, I, so I've only read the first volume, and it sounds like both of y'all have read all of the volumes. I didn't. Well, read I, all I, of I never them. I never read yeah. seventeen because I was it was it wasn't out oh. when I was hooked. You should read the ending then. Yeah, so but I, I I have a sneaking I suspicion. Like if I had to make a prediction for how this series goes, and mm. I haven't read any of it. Does it kind of just become, I don't I want to say like torture porn. Does it just kind of become like, let's see all of the extravagant ways we can murder these dudes and then have them come back to life? No, that's kind of like a MacGuffin to set up the reason why Sato-san and his, so it basically becomes Team Sato versus Team K. 
And mm. it's like the bad Ajin yeah. who want to take over Japan and rule the world and whatnot versus the Ajin who just like, want to be left alone. They just want to live. They just want to live their lives, man. And there's the a lot. Ajin. The hippie Ajin. Well, isn't the it Ajin like the community. X-Men kind of? It like, is. It is. Like, it's very, very yeah, X-Men totally vibes. X-Men. Totally yeah. X-Men. Yes. It's and he's all even have got the, the same hat. Virus. And Sato's <laughs> even got the hat. <laughs> like Who has the hat? The Magneto hat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, is that what that is? Okay. <laughs> well, so speaking of X Men, there's another thing that that, uh, that the Black Ghost, that which you which you guys are calling Ajin, uh, reminded me of, and that was JoJo's stance. And I wanted to ask, who do you think did it better, or which do you prefer, and why? The stance in in the worlds of JoJo from from from. Uh, number three on or the black ghost in Ajin. Alex, you have the most Jojo memorabilia in your house. <laughs> Which do you prefer? Um, so by most, I actually have zero, but we did go, we did go to Pompeii and we did try to reenact some like battle sequences. So, okay. <laughs> so you have memories, <laughs> like, just not memorabilia. Yeah, I, have, I have Jojo memories. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, and when we went to Naples, we went on the uh, the JoJo the, coaster, the JoJo, yeah, the JoJo thing. So yeah, <laughs> um, but I feel like the world has spoken on this issue in that one of them has extensive merch on the um, stands, and the other one has known. That's kind, kind of been forgotten. <laughs> yeah, Ajin so. merch would just be uh, like Tim Burton mummies. People Tim would be yeah. like, "What's that?" Uh, so I think the world has spoken, and they prefer the JoJo stands just because they're more colorful. You don't have to colorful. agree with the world, Alex. Yeah. Okay. Well, I often agree with the world because <laughs> I'm lame like that. But like, Fair. they have colorful clothing. Uh, they have different personalities, styles. They have personalities, and then you're always like, "What is this crazy ass thing gonna do?" Yeah, um, you never really know what the power so is. There's like the mystery. So I don't know. There's a lot of like waku waku doki doki with mm. the stands. Mm. So. That's a, a lethal combination, waku waku yeah. and doki doki. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's kind of a no contest. I, I think these here. What, should we be calling them black ghosts? Have we been? Uh, <laughs> That's a I, I call them shadows. Like I feel like shadows? they seem like a shadow. Like okay, but yeah, I but. will call them mummies. Okay, you can call them mummies. <laughs> I think they look real neat. Um, but yeah, I think stands offer way more variety. Um, the more I think more memorable, probably. And also, from what I understand, stands were like a direct uh, inspiration to the Persona character designs in the Persona games. And yeah. say what you will about oh. those games, and there's a lot to say. But uh, yeah, I, I like think, them, but... <laughs> yeah, I think some of the, the okay. character designs of the persona are also really cool to look at. So I don't know if these here black ghosts have really influenced anyone else to the same extent. No, only the mummy four. <laughs> mm. Maybe black Knight parade. You can see some Ajin DNA. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I feel like that's more of like the dark Santa. Yeah. It's just Jack of like, Kind of like, like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, long skinny guys with a scary yeah, long face. skinny guys that are like I don't know. I don't know, Mark. What do you think? Is there any contest between these guys and stands? No, JoJo stands went hand down. But I think one of the one things that you can say that's really nice about the Ajin power system is that all the Ajin basically have the same set of powers. 
to mm. to some degree. And that is what makes the face-off between Team Sato and Team K so doki doki panic uh, later on in the series because you, you they basically have to outsmart each other. It becomes a contest of wits, and the way they use their powers, it just gets wackier and wilder as you cool. can. But it's, it's still the same powers each time. You know, regeneration and the stands and yeah, the stands. Yeah, well, yeah, and real loud, that kind of goes out the window after you're fighting. Yeah, Gaijin. I feel like it's actually not that helpful. That's not that helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being able to pay for stuff with a credit card. It's it's handy, but it's... It's really exciting the first few times. <laughs> yeah, it's cashless payments. Okay, so speaking of that, I wanted to ask you, what did you think of Kay's mom's reaction? So this is after, you know, she's found out that her son was an Ajin, who, by the way, are not considered humans by by the human race in this story. The <laughs> yeah. cops are at, at the house talking to her. And then, I don't know. What, what did you guys think about that? Uh, Jason, I'd like to hear your thoughts as a mom. Thank you. Uh, so her reaction is basically, I'm sorry that my son is not a human. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if I remember correctly. It was a very um, short reaction. She's like, oh, I've, I've, uh, I've Damn it, a, I birthed a, a demi-human. I birthed a demi I mean, that's a fair reaction. What? Because, <laughs> you know, the, my, my, my instinct is to say, well, that's pretty uh, muted there, Mom. Is that really all you have to say? But then I, I tried to imagine if I was in that situation as a mom, and it's like, you'd probably be pretty shocked, right? You'd be yeah, sort well, of definitely. sad. I thought my son was a human. Turns out he's not. Whoops. Uh, you know, so what would of... you do if one of your kids, like yeah. as a police, the Kanagawa police are at your door? Like, would you cooperate? And they're here to inform or... you one of your children is not human. Well, I think one thing that this mom doesn't seem to do that I would probably do is I would say, do you have any way of proving this? Do you have this other piece of paper? Can you show me a document? Uh, Did anyone take a photo with (laughs) your Gotake cell phone? Yeah, everyone's phones are so crappy that they, like, can you really trust that? Before before smartphones, nobody asked for evidence. This was 2012, right? I mean, you probably have like a grainy, like, Docomo shot. (laughs) I actually had a smartphone in 2000. Involved, so you were one yeah, of me ten too, people. Yeah, no. <laughs> I we guess were, the Ajin uh, author was like. I mean, I, I have a friend who's a mangaka now. She still does not have a smartphone. She doesn't need. She, she can just draw it. The if she needs something. Wow. So I mean, I think that mangaka are just not a very technological group um, of people. So. Mm. Okay. So that's what was wrong with the mom's reaction. <laughs> She's just not technological enough. She just swallowed it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Also, like all the camera crews around her house or whatnot. I mean, that's got to be tiring. Also, she appears to be there alone. You know, she's, yeah, she's probably just like at the end I mean, of the day. Dad's rape. probably out at Anomi guy. He's out yeah, at Anomi. He doesn't even know yet. <laughs> yeah. I gotta work late. You gotta work late. Oh my he's gosh. A, he's, the dad's probably like, I already knew he wasn't a human. I've been telling you that for years. Oh, so yeah, ever since me. soccer practice. Okay, well, let me throw a, a wrench in this monkey. Um, what if. This were the mom from Blood on the Tracks. How do you think she would react if her son was an Ajin? I think she'd throw the police officer off a cliff <laughs> to see if he was an Ajin. <laughs> she'd be like, excellent. Now you will love me not just for all of your life, but for all of eternal time, yeah. eternity. 
true motherhood also, right there. I mean, did did you bring that up because of the dead dog? Like, made you think of the dead cat because it, it made me. Well, that think was of the, the theme cat. for this for this arc. Yeah, like dead dogs. Did the dead pets theme? It just goes in different ways. Uh, in in this case, it spawns superpowers. Okay, so I think we've already discussed Kay's and Kai's friendship to death. It's it's nice, but it's also super like shonen manga tropey is what I thought. But uh, I wanted to talk about another trope that that's going on very deeply here in this, uh, and this is with Japan manga and its reoccurring trope of introducing characters who are different than than other humans, and oftentimes they they are like. Yeah, I don't know, like monsters or beasts or what would typically be considered the bad guys, like bad, bad characters, only to reveal later on that everyday humans were the real bad guys, as I think volume one hits, hits very hard. Like every single person that Kay runs into, except for Kai, his childhood friend, is basically out to get him uh, for money, only looking out for themselves. Like, everyone turns against him immediately the second that they found out that he's just different than them. Do you think this is something that's unique to Japanese literature, or do you think the, the same is is just as constant in, in Western comics, Western literature as a whole? I'd like to hear your thoughts, Jason. I think this is super common in all kinds of... Uh you know, popular literature. Uh, it's definitely not a Japanese thing. It's definitely not a manga thing. Like, I mean, even Harry Potter, right? You know, mm. uh, the muggles are, uh, the nice people. Wait, no, that's the opposite. Okay. Bad example. Um, but <laughs> I've been, yeah. So that's an example of the opposite where humans actually, uh, are kind of just oblivious and mm. they're not good I don't know, or like, bad. I feel like that's a weird, like, world to bring up. Because I'm like, who is the good guy? And, like, who's yeah. the bad guy? Like, I have absolutely no idea in that context. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's uh, put a pin in that. We can come <laughs> I was going to say that. Last of Us. I thought you were going to bring that up. Oh, yeah, the giraffe. Oh, uh, yeah, Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, who was really the monster, the giraffe? The, gir- or the, the giraffe just... They really missed an opportunity. I think when the giraffe appears, a single tear should just roll down its long <laughs> neck. Uh, and just the camera lingers on that. Um, okay, well, so like one example, I've been reading a ton of Cormac McCarthy books uh, this mm. year, just because, you know, why not? And I think that's definitely a theme in his books. No, he doesn't necessarily create like the monster non-human character. But I think his one of his messages is like, hey, there's an underlying uh, current of evil that runs through humanity and always has. And we kind of enact it on each other. And then, I don't know, what about Frankenstein? Is that an example of this? That is exactly that, yes. It's not It's not the the monster that's been cobbled together from parts. It's not the most current one. But yeah. Did you know <laughs> that Frankenstein is the name of the doctor and not the name of the monster? <laughs> well, yeah, Whoa. because the monster didn't have time to get a PhD. <laughs> yeah. That takes yeah. years. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I don't know, there's probably other examples, too. What about you, Alex? What do you think? Uh, I was going to say that, like... Like, yes, it's a very common theme, but also, like, the way that it st- the, this manga started, I feel like, didn't, like, allow it to really go into this this much, because it immediately starts off with a classroom and the teacher, uh, where the teacher doesn't even question the morality of something appearing human, of being human. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
teacher was like, this is a classroom. And he was like, Are, could Ajin be human? No, absolutely not. They're animals. <laughs> it's just like, wow. So a teacher is what like What a saying, stupid question. Yeah, no, it's like a no nuance. And it's yeah. like, okay, is this one of the educators of Japan think is okay? Like a non-nuanced conversation about the humanity of things? Like... Well, could that be a sly comment on the state of the of yeah, Japan? Maybe that's I the think state it is. Japan, I think it is in particular. But like from the start, you kind of feel bad for Ajin. Like you do. You, it yeah. sets it up that way. You don't fear them before. You like fear them after you realize they can do all this crazy shit. But like before, you're like, oh yeah, they're just like people who can't die, and like you can get a lot of money if you get one. And they're like leprechauns. <laughs> like Pokemon. They're like leprechauns yeah. <laughs> Pokemon. Just wish I had a few more monster balls. If you catch a leprechaun, do you, have, do you get their money? You get the pot of gold. You get the really? pot of gold, man. Well, you have to go to the end of the rainbow. It's not oh, that okay. easy. Well, don't they tell, tell you where, where the rainbow is? Yeah. I mean, I've seen Leprechaun the movie. It was kind of about that. I have a question. Are there lady leprechauns? No. Okay. <laughs> so they just reproduce like mushrooms or something. I'm not sure they reproduce. I'm pretty sure they're immortal. Oh, just they're like, like Ajin. Ajin. And they like, came from like... Dew or something? Did they come from dew? Like little drops of dew on plants? And they eat those. (laughs) They moisten their bowls of cereal with the morning dew. That's adorable. (laughs) Sounds delicious. Okay, let's move into clothing thoughts. Uh, Alex, we spent uh, the better part of an hour here talking about Ajin. Is there anything that you'd like to add or state to to the listenership before we move on? Um. Huh. I don't know, like, just if you really like action, then this is really a series for you. Like, I mean, I was reading it kind of as it came out, and then that's why I kind of dropped off. Mm. But I think if I had access to, like, all the volumes, like, now uh, that I know that it's done, maybe I will actually finish it. But, yeah, it was kind of aggravating um, waiting for it to come out because it's so, like, fast-paced and there's not a lot of dialogue, so... Yeah, you just consume just like, it really fast. <laughs> yeah, so you just go through it really fast. So when you're when there's not the next volume waiting for you, that could be really frustrating. But now that problem's solved, so actually there's no roadblock. Um, so you can go ahead and enjoy it. And I think there's, like, a nice, like, country obachan that comes really soon, right? What? That's one of my favorite if kinds of characters. Right. <laughs> I would never have expected that. Oh, is that the one that like that takes K in for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, what you've described, that's exactly what happened to me with I Am a Hero. I was like super anxiously reading volumes as they came out, and then eventually I was just like, meh, I, I guess I've moved on from this, and I have no idea how it ended. Um, I, I, so while I was reading this, uh, Mark, you made a comment in our group chat a while ago that was about I can definitely understand why this became a super popular manga. And that was kind of my feeling while reading it. I was just like, yeah, this is technically very competent. It's fine storytelling. It moves really well. I can see why this is very popular. And I think that pretty much summarizes my feelings for it. And then the other day I was listening to a podcast about AI and the way AI is, uh, you know, influencing the creative industry. So, you know, music and and movies and TV and everything. And 
one of the tangents of the discussion was like, would you be that surprised if you found out that actually Dick Wolf was an AI? Like all of the law and order mm. that you've been watching for the past 20 years, if you found out that those scripts were written by AIs, would you be that surprised? And so that's kind of something I was thinking about while reading this, which was just like, if I found out that Miura was kicked off the project because they had a Miura AI who could just finish <laughs> the rest of the series, I'd be, I'd be like 0% surprised because it's, it's just very competent action storytelling. And, uh, but something that you've seen, like, reminiscent yeah, of it just like, feels like, yeah. okay. it's, it feels very much assembled of, of scenes and, and tropes and ideas that have happened elsewhere. So even uh, when you found out that Izumi was an Ajin, that didn't blow your mind? <laughs> Well, it blew, it blew my mind in a familiar way. Okay. You know, mm. Once your mind is blown, it can still be blown again in the future. Uh, so, yeah. Although it's, like, it's never I quite like as expensive. Izumi being at Ajin was like one of the more tropey things, though. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was like, like huh? oh, the young female co-worker yeah. of this like super competent seeming guy is like, I of wonder course what she's her a deal is. <laughs> yeah, of course she's a human. She isn't just like a high-achieving, like lady <laughs> she's got to have a supernatural power yeah. oh man and i thought kodansha was above that uh okay well let me ask you this uh on a scale of one ghost to ten ghost how many ghosts do you give it jason you can ghost it first i give this book three ajin in japan or maybe there are more okay alex what about you um I don't know what the scale is, but I would the give it. The what four. you make it. I'll give it four, Ajin, then. Whoa. Add another one on there. Okay. I mean, gosh, I am. I'm so okay. So I'm thoroughly impressed that this four, three point five, if we take the average of our scores, three point five Ajin uh, manga was able to spawn a successful manga that was created by Polygon, who also worked on uh, the the Clone Wars series, our favorite with Star Wars, uh, and a live action movie, all in the span of just a few years. And then wrap up and move on. I don't think this guy's gone on to do anything else. It's, it's only been two years. Maybe he's taking a break. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's wild that something this... I don't know, it's so contained, right? There's no video game based on this, but it can sell 10 million units. It can create a movie and whatnot. It's the con- the power behind this kind of content that's just pumping out. And how many more series are there like this out there? It's absolutely wild. Uh, and that's one of the things that we want to get into in our next arc. Uh, we've read, we've discussed a lot about books that have been out for a few years now, uh, even some series who have wrapped up. Uh, we wanted to take a look on... On the other side of that uh, mirror, and then Alex, what are we going to be reading next? Um, so I think by that you mean we're looking at new releases that don't have any like accomplishments yet. Not or yet. May, may never have any accomplishments. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, so I picked up one in, was it beginning of April? It released in April. It's called Tonari no Hyakkai. Ken Boon Roku, which is, uh, I'm going to translate this as record of crazy neighborhood happenings. Uh, by Wait, there Watanuki. is an English translation oh, on the Oh, there is? There is an so English translation? Hang on a sec, I'll be right back. Okay. We'll get so the I cover. read that one. 
<laughs> Sorry, I don't have it in front of me. It was like in the other room. There's not like a easy. translation of the manga that's been officially published as far as I know, but on the spine... I mean, it just came out in Japanese, says, so... So your, your translation was good, Alex. The official one is uh, Mysterious Encounters in My Neighborhood. <laughs> mysterious Encounters in My Neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Um, or my unofficial translation of the record of crazy neighborhood happenings. I definitely Either like one. yours more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, you get the, the gist. There's some crazy shit, half crazy stuff happening in this neighborhood. And there's a, a man and he's ready to record all, everything that's happening. He's just <laughs> a, <laughs> a rabid chronicler. Yeah. It's, uh, we should by, say that it's by Yoshiko yeah, Watanuki. Watanuki. Yoshiko, yeah. Okay. Um, who apparently has done some stuff before that I just have not read at all. Um, but yeah, I thought this looked interesting and picked it up. So can't wait to hear what everyone has to say about this unproven new book on the market. <laughs> Here is a sneak preview. I also love the artwork in this book. So. Oh. We can talk about that. Yeah, this artist is uh, is definitely good at the drawings. That helps. Um, that helps. It's more horror than we've had so far, I feel. Nice. So look forward to that. Well, I don't know. Actually, wait. Never mind. I guess my last pick was even more horror. It was <laughs> pretty horrible. Yeah, it was more horror than Blood on the Track. You scared, you yeah, scared yeah. the heebie-jeebies out of my wife. She's like, what is that manga that you left in the bathroom? I, I read that all in 15 minutes. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Don't don't bring that in again. I haven't slept since. I haven't slept since. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. This has been episode 16 of Mangaroos. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.